This is episode eight of Live and Learn, and we go learn today with Vondell Richmond. Welcome to Live and Learn. My name is Shirley Layer. I am the founder of Learn, and on each episode, we bring you interesting people within our communities that have knowledge, experience, and unique skills to share. These individuals are entrepreneurs, artisans, hobbyists, but most of all, people that live in your own backyard. Thank you for tuning in with me, and I hope you learned something new today. So today I had an enlightening conversation with the multi-talented Vaughn Dell Richmond. He's a public speaker, business coach, city councilman, actor, author, ordained minister, and has even made a movie. One of my favorite interviews thus far, I really learned a bunch and resonated with many of the things he talked about. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties, so didn't get the full interview, but there's a ton of value jam-packed into this episode. He talks about his first learn experience, which actually happened back in the day, where he was able to trade something of value for knowledge and experience that ended up getting his script into film. We also talk about three different mentors in our lives, which is an up mentor, a peer mentor, and a down mentor. And I really love the way he breaks it down and explains who each of those is and finding your why, which is actually a simple question you ask yourself. So Vontel has a wealth of knowledge and many areas and we only scratch the surface here. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. And before we get started, I just want to give a huge shout out to our collaborators that make this show possible. This podcast is in collaboration with Local, an amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small businesses within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localclarksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company, where they help your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit them at BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-workspace solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. So make sure to visit ClarksvilleOfficeNow.com for more information. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedit.learnedit.com. Thanks again to all our collaborators for making this podcast possible. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. I'm sitting down here with Vondell and yes. I want to find out more about you because usually I do like background checks on everyone. I didn't get a chance to because I'm moving at the moment and it's been okay. crazy. <laughs> um, but what I do know is that you do public speaking, mm-hmm. um, you are a business coach, uh-huh. you are in politics. Yes, Can politics. I say that? <laughs> um, and so I want to talk about you know the experience that you have. I'm sure you've got all kinds of knowledge. Um, sure. I actually met you at the first mingle that I've been yeah. to and you were speaking about um, I think it was like uh, productivity. Yeah, um, so the, I think the first mingle, at the, in January. Right, in January. Yeah, that one, yep. their theme was why. Okay. And so I was talking about sort of, you know, sort of, sort of extending on why you need to have a why. Right. And we talked about, I think it was, a re, matter of fact, I think it was like, a, I, I just piggybacked off vision, I think mm-hmm. was, was sort of it. Mm-hmm. So I believe that each one of us are born with a set level of five area, five things. Mm-hmm. And I call those five things together vision. So it's mm-hmm. a person's passions, dreams, their desires, their ideas, and their interests. Right. And so many of us are passionate about something. We have an idea to do something, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're working in a job. We're either passionate or 
we're not passionate passionate about. Yep. But we want to find that passion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I stopped one day and I thought, okay, Vondell, what is it that you do? What is it that you help people with? And I said, well, let's reverse the question. When people approach me, what are they usually asking? What's the question in their head? Mm. And they're usually approaching saying, Vondell, I have this idea. You know, I know you did plays and I know you're a theater major. Mm. So how do I get my play from A to B? You know, Vondell, you are in politics. How did you do that? Vondell, I see you here at the church and you were ordained as a minister. Are you mm, going to be Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, 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 a, it's multifaceted. <laughs> it's a yeah. Um, they say, you know, does that mean you're going to be T.D. Jakes? Are you going to like mm-hmm. start a church now? And so I just saw people had a lot of questions. Right. And so I thought when people approach me, it's usually they're trying to figure out how to get ahead, stay ahead and accomplish more in mm-hmm. the area of their passions, their dreams, their desires, their mm-hmm. ideas or their interests. You know, right. So. so you are all about organizing that, making a plan, and co- making it come to fruition. Yeah. So um, I started out as an arts educator. So okay. I was a, I was a theater oh, major. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I was a, I was a theater major. Yep. Um, actually, it's interesting to come full circle back to Clarksville. Mm-hmm. So at uh, young age, parents divorced, and mm-hmm. mom remarried a soldier around my ninth, eighth grade year. Okay. Ninth grade was in Germany. I was in a new country, new space, mm-hmm. everything. Wow, and you were already old enough to kind Absolutely. of question things. and Absolutely. Yep. So I started high school at the International School of Dusseldorf. Wow. So, yeah, there I was, a freshman, yeah. learning a brand new language and a brand new country, wow. with brand new friends. None of them look like me. Yep. And from there, after that uh, tour, mm-hmm. we landed here in Clarksville. Mm. This must have been 1990 for like Public Enemy. 1989 <laughs> is the number. Another summer. Yep. <laughs> I'm an 80s baby. So 80s I baby. <laughs> 90s baby. Okay. Right after. Yeah. So um, we landed here and mm-hmm. uh, I did like a year or two at, at Northwest. At first I thought it was my senior year, but then I thought, no, I had two drama teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I must have been here my junior and my senior year. And then I graduated and then went to Austin P. Mm, okay. And I was a mass comm mm-hmm. major with a concentration in theater. Mm-hmm. And I thought after two and a half years of not doing so hot, um, I don't want to make a minor in theater. I want to major in it. And mm-hmm. so my first mentor sat me down and thought, Vondell, uh, she introduced me to this idea of, have you ever thought about transferring? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this is, I'm the first person in my family to go to school. How, what's that? Mm. And she said, maybe there's a better fit. And so she encouraged me to seek out some other places. And she said, Austin P will always be here. If you if you go and don't like it, just come back. And I never turned back. And now that I am back, she's, yeah. she's right. Austin P is still here. Wow. So yeah. So you know, transferred from Austin P, mm-hmm. went to North Carolina A and T State University, Aggie Pride, and that's where I graduated. Mm-hmm. And my bachelor's is in uh, BFA in acting directing. Got you. Yeah. So you started out. So what got you kind of passionate about acting? Great question. Um, I, I always felt like I, I tracked this one day in a journal and I thought, can I legitimately say I've been doing this my whole life? Mm-hmm. And as I look back over my life, I come from a generation of five generations of pastors. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather was a preacher. Mm-hmm. And I just remember as a kid being in church doing my little Easter speech. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, um, I remember always kind of being in something like I paid, played the lead role, which I guess was Peter Rabbit back, mm-hmm. back when I was little mm-hmm. in middle school, I played. Dr. King and I remember marching around the the middle school and doing the famous speech Mm. and so I've always sort of been in that space if you will right and then when I was in middle school I played the saxophone nice and when I moved to Germany when we moved to Germany Mm-hmm. They didn't have band. And what? No, they didn't. Yeah. They don't have mu- like no kind of music course at all. I don't think so. Wow. Mom, had, my mom 
paid $1,000 plus for this brand new alto saxophone and I couldn't play it any longer. Mm. And I was approached by the drama, the high school drama teacher who said, hey, we need a Simon Stimson in our town. Mm -hmm. Can you do it? And they only had like a few days before the show. Mm -hmm. And I remember just intuitively sitting there thinking I'm playing a drunk. And then when I got up, I spun around. Uh, before I went on stage and I remember like that gave me the wow that's smart <laughs> so creative <laughs> yeah and I yeah. look back and I'm like how did I know to do that right and so it's just it was just instinctual yeah um, and so speaking and acting and performing have always been sort of part of my background mm -hmm. um, and then from there I sort of graduated and went to Rutgers for grad school okay uh, where I got my MFA in acting mm -hmm. and there I was in New York on the east coast performing doing some professional non-professional stuff right uh Made a movie, did some other stuff, and so yeah. What yeah, movie yeah. did you make? Let's talk about um, it. That's fun. Like, not a lot of people can say that they've been in a movie or made that's a movie. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, so the name of the film is Sophisticated Romance. It's it's pretty dated by now. Yeah. But it, it begs the question, are good guys hard to find or do women really know what they want? Mm. Oh, snap, ladies. <laughs> Look at that. How old were you when you did that? Oh, man. Oh, mid to late 20s. Okay. Um, I was in grad school. Yep. And um, had the script. Uh, it really came out. That, man, we're getting personal now. It really, <laughs> I'm bringing it out. That's right. <laughs> it really came out of uh, me as a, as an undergrad walking around thinking like, "Hey, I really want to be in a serious relationship." Mm. But all of the all of my female friends, you know, just kind of coined the phrase "all men are dogs." Ah, uh, gotcha. Like, that's not true. That's not true. What about me? <laughs> yeah. And they would be like, you know, well, you're not Vondell. I'm like, well, you say that because you know me. Mm. But if you don't know me. If you're a female that doesn't know me, then I fall into that category of all men being dogs. Mm -hmm. And thus came the question in my head, is that a true statement or, you know, my experiences had led me to different places. So mm -hmm. after tons of nerdy research. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I started writing the film, started writing oh, as, a, wow. as a play. Okay. Because that's all I knew how to produce. Right. Or that's all I knew at the time. Mm -hmm. And the script actually made its way into the hands of a Columbia grad student who read the like play, Columbia, like Columbia the, film. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, incredible. Yeah, so my, my thought at the time was one day I'm going to meet Spike Lee or I'm going to meet Steven Spielberg. Nice. And I, they're going to show me how to convert it from play format to film format. Mm. And from there, I'll blow up and be a film guy or right. whatever. <laughs> well, I didn't meet Spike or Steven. I met mm. an Avril Speaks. She was at Columbia Film. Mm -hmm. um, she called me up over one summer. She actually sent a letter to my church mm -hmm. and inquired about people that could help her with her project. Mm -hmm. And meantime, I was in my sort of journal and prayer closet, kind of like, God, please send me somebody I know. I don't have no money to go to Hollywood. And um, he sent an April Speaks. And she, I called the number and found out she was actually going to my church at the same time. Mm -hmm. We connected. Um, I went away for a theater program in Minnesota that summer at the Guthrie. Mm -hmm. And um, over the summer, she emailed me and said, hey, can I do this project as my thesis to wow. graduate film school? Yeah. And I was like... Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's I was like, amazing. Yeah, under one condition, you teach me how to write a, a screenplay. Wow. So you kind of, you gave her the permission to write the thesis, and then in return, she taught you what she knew. So it was actually my first experience with a, a learn, learn experience. Learn experience. Hands-on learn experience. Yes. Yeah, like someone wanted something that I had. Yep. They thought it was valuable. Yep. And I said, okay, in exchange for me allowing you the rights to do this, mm -hmm. I'll take the knowledge yep. on how to 
convert the play script into a film script. Mm, that's awesome. And that so is it was, amazing. It turned into like this peer-to-peer -peer internship, if you will. Wow. And how long did you work with her? Um, so she, here's the cool part, Shirley. Because she was at Columbia, I found out through her that Columbia, when it comes to the academies, they have the, the most wins as a university for mm -hmm. story. Like the, the screenwriters out of there write the best stories. Mm. Yeah, she told me that each film school is known for like something, a niche. Yep. NYU is known for the total filmmaker. You okay. know, Spike Lee knows how to write, direct, produce, do everything. Mm. Whereas Columbia, they're really big on writing. What I think USC is probably, you know, cinema effects and sci effects and probably mm -hmm. budgeting, knowing how to raise it and turn it into a business. Mm -hmm. um, but I found out that I had Academy Award winning teachers like critiquing our my script. Wow. And so I'm like, where else are you gonna get that experience? Wow, that's there you can't put a price on that. Exactly. And you were able to just exchange certain skill sets and skill knowledge. Skill sets, exactly. Exactly. That is amazing. You see, that's how important and valuable knowing the skill is and then being able to teach it to somebody and share it with each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So now what do you do right now? Because that was how, when did you yeah. stop I guess, are you still doing? Uh, it's it's kind of on the shelf, so to okay. speak. There's there's a ton of other passions mm -hmm. and ideas yep. and interests of my own that I've been exploring. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that led me, and I was an arts educator for like 20 years. Okay. Um, and again, same thing, you know, going with the theme of, of your brand and what Learn is about. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Um, well, yeah, it's because, sure. again, here I was uh, an, an, an undergrad mm -hmm. and I, my entire arts education career came out of a sort of a learn experience. I learned how to write a play. Right. So this is before the play in undergrad. I learned mm -hmm. how to write a play in a one-act playwriting class. Mm -hmm. And I took this play, uh, actually, no, I took the concept and sold it. Wow. Um, the director had a buddy in Ohio who was- Was that the first play you wrote? <laughs> Yeah, so there, there's there's a one act play that I wrote yeah. in undergrad okay. called Mother of Mine that was about me and my stepdad's strained relationship mm. uh, and being in the military, and that particular set of notes from that class mm -hmm. I was able to sell mm. to a upward bound director, okay, who allowed me to teach his sixteen year olds in his summer program for kids teens mm -hmm. how to do a play in six weeks, mm. and so that the premise of that turned into a twenty year career. That is it. So I was an arts educator teaching young people life skills mm -hmm. using theater mm -hmm. um, concepts. And so, yeah, so that experience turned into that. And then from there, I went into higher ed. Okay. So I, I went and taught at Rutgers for like 12 or 14 years. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, it really was, again, another learn experience. Mm -hmm. I had written this film now. I had written a couple plays, a one act and a full length that turned into a film. Uh, the film w went on, fortunately, to win several awards. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And then um, from there, people begin to ask, hey, Vondell, mm, how, how did you, did do, you this? do this book that I yeah. learned to, how to do on my own? How did mm. you, I did a book of poetry. How did you do your movie? Mm. How did you get it on the screen? How did you get people to show up to the, the screening? A, that is a good question. Yeah. Like, and and that, I'm going to ask you, how did you do that? Because I think that a lot of times, I know for me, it's mm -hmm. really difficult. I have an idea. I have a lot of great ideas. Sure. But then making sure that they come to, I can actually finish them, sure. right? And I think I get lost in the organizational process yeah. and the planning. Yeah. How, who did you, did you emulate someone to plan it? That's did you do it yourself? Question. That's like, a great question. So now at the time, mm -hmm. I was just sort of 
living in real time and, and was fortunate enough to meet the right person at the right time to connect okay. the dots. Right. Looking back, I'm just like you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am very high action oriented. Mm -hmm. I'm very high. Um, I'm a high level doer, an ideator. And so we come up with ideas. People like our type come up with ideas all the time. And that's yep. our 10. Mm -hmm. um, then there's other people who they don't have an idea to save their life, right. but they're very structured. Mm -hmm. And so looking back, Averill was that structure in that, in that relationship, in that creative relationship. Mm. So she had the curriculum that told her to stay on this track and she knew which pieces to bring. To sort of high, high chunk, I think we need three mentors to, do, to pull off what it is you're asking. Mm -hmm. I think every one of us, uh, no matter what stage or level of success you are, you need an up mentor, a peer mentor, and a down mentor. Mm. So an up mentor is someone who says, you know what, I've done what you're looking to do. Mm -hmm. uh, ask me questions, I'm your guru, so to speak, right. and I can help you get there. Okay. A peer mentor is what Averill and I had. While she also was sort of an up mentor, mm -hmm. she was at the same time uh, a peer mentor, even though she she had done some films. I had done zero films. Right. And so it would behoove me to sit and listen to her and ask her questions mm -hmm. and, you know, have some value exchange in that relationship. And then I believe we have to have a, a third mentor. So the, the third mentor we need to have is called a, a down mentor, someone who's behind us mm. who we can help and say, hey, I learned this or I have a couple of resources. Let me share them with you. And um Everybody's a mentor these yeah. days, and so sort of. Hopefully, I'm answering that question. Is that no, you do. I, That's I, a, mm -hmm. I sort of now sort of say, okay, what is it that I'm in need of, mm -hmm. um, and who in my immediate circle or connected to someone in my immediate circle can I turn to to get that information? Right. Sometimes um, it, it can be a book, mm -hmm. but I think the best experience is someone who you can have this type of interaction with. Right, a face-to-face. Yeah. -face. Ex exchange, yep. absolutely. See, and that's why, that's another thing about learn is I feel like a lot of people need those mentors yeah. and we don't know where to look. Cause I've often, often asked myself, well, where can I find these people? Um, and when I was living in the city, I was fortunate enough to run into someone who was ahead of me, had already done, when I started my printing business, sure. they'd already done that. And so it was easier to connect in the city. But now I feel like with social media, it's kind of like, there's so many people to choose from. There, there's a who? plethora of people right. to choose from. That's a great question. So narrowing it down on the who, um, that one I don't know that I maybe have a, the, 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 the market cornered on. Mm -hmm. um, I think in the, in the, in the scenario with Averill, it was like serendipitous, it was divine. Like, you yeah. know, I didn't know she existed on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where um, I can trace this, this pattern. What happened was, um, you know, the church secretary mm -hmm. somehow asked me one day, what was I looking to do? Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to get into faith-based film. Mm. And a couple of weeks later, she was the one who actually called me to say, we got this letter at church and we just want to, we, we don't know what to do with it. So they pass it to me. Yeah. I found out later that Averill sent that out to all the churches in the area. Not one other person responded. Wow. And then six months or so after we put got the film in the can, uh -huh. one person responded, but of course it was too late. Mm. So I tend to believe that um, the universe, you know, yep. we, we call it the universe, divinity. You know, if you're a faith person, you know, God truly has our steps kind of figured out. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, even mm -hmm. this interview, mm -hmm. when I got to Clarksville, I'm like, oh, great. Nobody, I'm like, you, I was on the East Coast. I'm like, nobody around here knows anything <laughs> about yeah. thought leadership, right. coaching, training. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows much about the online marketing, the online education space. Mm -hmm. What What do I do? Like, yep. oh my God, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And instead of getting bitter about it, I just kind of kept 
minding what I was saying because it was real easy for me to go, oh, there's nobody here in Clarksville and I can't find any clients. And I just said, no, Vondell, um, change that. You know, there are people that I'm finding here in Clarksville. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that do want this. There's people who are seeking me out. Mm. There's people who are wanting what I have. Yep. And I'm going to meet them you know, not Mm -hmm. many days from now. You just haven't met them yet. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so I just began to to sort of scout around and ask and get involved in networking groups. And that's how we met through the mingle. And so, so, Exactly. Well, and actually going back to that, let's talk about, so um, how do you think, because Clarksville's growing. It's getting so much bigger. There's so many things going on. A lot of incredible people doing amazing amazing things. Yes. How important do you think it is with public speaking? Um, Should people like try to learn it? Should they dive into it? What do you think? Oh my gosh, like if you think about it, there's Mm -hmm. two things we're gonna do from the time we are born Mm -hmm. to the time we go to the grave. And one of those things is gonna be walking, you know, we're gonna be going from to and fro and you know, whether you have a a, a mental challenge or a physical challenge or anything that you're gonna be in some form of of, of motion. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be walking, we're going to be breathing, hopefully, mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking. Mm-hmm. And so I think that public speaking, not having the com- a command of language is just so vital. Um, I run into people all the time that have tremendous talents, but then they say, oh, I don't know how to talk. I'm one of them. You know, I don't know how to speak. <laughs> yeah. but, no, but you guys speak awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, no, well, I in, don't know in, that. In their it's brain, <laughs> they, carry, they carry around something I call, I learned from a, a realtor in town, something called the drunk monkey. It's like uh-huh. the, the little voice, the little chatterbox that tells you everything you're not. Ah, uh, right. So nope. even that with that, yeah, mm-hmm. that that's 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 speaking. Yeah, it's, it's publicly speaking, speaking to you. It's mm. called our, our internal dialogue. You yeah. know, it's our internal dialogue. And you can just say, got it, thank you, and shut that off. Right. Um, and I just think the skill of public speaking, um, here, here's something cool, um, the online, so I have a phrase when people used to tease me as a kid and say, oh, you talk too much. And I'd say, my mouth's going to make me a million dollars someday. <laughs> yeah. My mouth's going to make me a million dollars mm-hmm. someday. And I had no clue how profound that statement was. Because if you think about it, public speaking leads to book writing. Like yep. in other words, people who speak. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking is all around us. Like everything about this this conference room right now, is speaking. You know, language. You know, mm. you have the power of language. You know, we now understand True. what this place, the context of this building, because of this public speech that someone printed. Mm. Um, Office like now. That. You know, it's branded. This is a blue microphone as opposed to a yellow microphone. Not the color, but the brand. Right. All because someone is publicly speaking about their brand. Mm. So I think, yeah, those who have the ability to to harness what they're about and then to be able to articulate that in a way that it lands and communicates over there is is really where we're at and those Mm who uh, don't have that skill i would say they need to learn that skill Mm -hmm. and people have always told me vondell we think you're going to be successful i'm like well what makes you say that and they would always say you know well you are well spoken you know Mm -hmm. you have the ability to articulate your idea Mm -hmm. so kind of going back to your question i think that's the first thing is is figuring out okay what am i trying to move forward and now that I have that clarity, mm-hmm. who do I need to communicate with and what do I need to communicate? Because I didn't always have that. You know, there were years where I struggled as an artist wondering how come when I was trying to articulate uh, my ideas about a particular project, how come nobody was biting, taking a bite? And I began yeah. to realize it had everything to do with me. I was 100% responsible mm-hmm. of, of articulating certain aspects of my passion but not in a way that someone could say, I'm clear, Vondell, I can give you that. 
So there y'all have it. This was our interview with Vondell. Such an awesome guy and plethora of knowledge and experience to share. I hope you got some knowledge and can use his insight to help inspire you in your endeavors. I know who I'll be going to to help get me structured and really be intentional with what I'm doing, organizing myself and planning it all out. Because without a plan and writing it out, it's just a dream. So before we end, I just want to give another shout out to our collaborators that make the show possible. So a huge shout out to local and amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small business within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localparksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast, you can actually watch this podcast on YouTube and on Facebook. Facebook. Um, and the, the Facebook is available on Locals Facebook page and also Learn. Uh, so major shout out to uh, Blondell Video Company. She also um, helps your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is the Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-work space solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at liveditlearnedit.com. And make sure to tune in with us next time here on Live and Learn. And you can also find us on Instagram at lived it, learned it and on Facebook. So see you guys live, learn, share and grow. Take care.